No one is destined for greatness, especially not these folks. These are their stories. Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other putrid things. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. I'm Travis. And I'm Greg. I got putrid. I was going to test y'all. I was so excited. (laughs) I've never been more excited about something being putrid as I I am right now. I know. I probably have. Um, <laughs> what is cool. your life? <laughs> cool story. Hey, uh, Millie, you want to recap the last episode? Well, I certainly can try, but last time there was a lot of feelings, some tension. Words were said that can't be unsaid, but in the end, I think everything ended up a lot better. And now we're in India. That is an excellent recap. <laughs> <laughs> way off the boat and Finally. the GM was very happy you all have uh, landed in uh, India you've gotten off the boat you've sort of got your bearings and what do you want to do hey let's remember what we're here for there's a girl named Amanda Amanda Sharp yeah uh, and she is she's she came to India and she has not communicated with her grandmother um, in a couple Goldberg. of months. Who's Gloria one. Goldberg? Good job. And you're here to find she's, her. She's presumably with Harvey Waters, correct? Walters, yeah. Walters. Walters. Mm-hmm. Why do I have it? Right I was now? gonna say Winters. Um. <laughs> uh, so I presume we you do all the boring stuff about you know securing lodging off screen. So I think the. The the first uh, investigative thing to do is to ask. Uh, this was something that was recommended, I think, to me or to someone uh, by one of our contacts uh, back in the UK. Was to ask the like. There will be some like guides offering to take folks on expeditions, and we can ask them like, "Hey, have you heard of anybody?" who matches these descriptions going on an expedition and not coming back. Didn't you actually have somebody here that they were saying you should contact? Wasn't there? Nah, I'm, I, I I went back and checked with the mob to see if there was any sort of Indian contingent, which what there was not. Right. In the three weeks we were on that ship, mm-hmm. is there like a telegram service that we can check to see if any of the people that we asked to try to find us anything had somehow managed to... Oh, they have long forgotten about us, just like we have about them. (laughs) They Um, may have sent the thing along like, hey, we because they knew where we were going, like where we were going to land. There may be telegrams just saying... There absolutely is I had three weeks to figure something out, and here's what I found, a big fat zero, or it could be, oh, hey, 
Yeah, there's like a there's an office like at the port where the the boats come in that's sort of like meant to be for people getting off the boat. Those offices would have the messages for people getting off those specific boats, so yeah. you would know where to go um, to find that. I, I would say well, let's stop in there and just yeah. on the off chance there's a message that came in from Lily or the. The university, university professor, weird person that Logan talked to, probably not him. <laughs> um, you, uh, there is a message from Gloria. Just sort of, you know, you you actually did get there a little bit later than expected. Um, not mm-hmm. as late as it would have been if you hadn't um, moved, Palouse. But um, so there, there's a message from her, just being like. How was the trip? How are things going? You know, do you have anything? Do you know anything? That sort of thing. Um, but that is actually the only message for you. Arrived in India. Stop. Don't know anything <laughs> else yet. Stop. We'll let you know soon. Stop. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you, you've gotten lodgings or whatever. You, you, you've, you've got somewhere that you can keep your stuff in the meantime. You'll need guides, and you'll you'll want to ask around. There is, are. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, is there uh any sort of university or any museum that they m- might have checked in with on their arrival? Like, is is there a, a place there... of higher education in the city that that we might be able to say, hey, did they come here? Did they give you any ideas? I, I also sort of realized. We're sort of stuck talking to the British, unless Blondwood well, you can knows find a foreign translator. languages. Yeah, yeah, and also Blondwood knows like every language. So, do you speak any form of Hindi? Oh no, no. Okay, <laughs> you can find a translator easily. I mean, this is this is a port city. This is where the um, East India Trading Company is. It's it's very. There's a lot of British presence. Um, a lot of native people speak English. A lot of British people speak Hindi. You know, you're you're not going to have trouble with that portion yeah. of it. I mean, if Blodwin wants to go find a suitable translator, then if there is yeah. a university type museum. Um, yeah. So there's not really a um, there are temples and sort of religious locations. There's not necessarily like a a museum or an, a university or anything where you are, but you could... At the docks, is there sort of a centralized, like, check-through point where they you know, register people coming off just to, like, make sure that you made it and that you didn't die on the sea voyage and that sort of things? Like, we could go and say, "Have you? do you rem- remember this person? Have you seen, like, the last time... They yeah, came so through. let's yeah, let me let me describe where you're at a little okay. bit. Um that might help us out. So the main area where the boats let off, there's actually a lot of like there's there's a, a large building that houses like what I was talking about, the telegraph. Jeez, what is that word? Telegraph, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tele- you got it. Telegram, telegraph. The houses, that sort of thing, ticketing areas, that sort of all of that. There's also a lot of like booths and stalls and things like that set up 
for people that there's people selling things there's people that are obviously tour guides there's any kind of like services that you might need as a new person coming into the city like there's going to be a stall there for that and it's like a big kind of bizarre sort of area right there as you get off the boat and there is in fact each boat docking station thing has sort of like a customs it's a bit like that where you sort of go through and someone takes your name and you know there's some sort of record of things yeah before we leave the docks and go off to our lodgings i say we check just check in there we have a picture of her right am i or am i making that up i you you are making that up but i think you probably do i uh I think I would actually split off, like, I think, well, I think splitting up um, would just be beneficial to us generally as we're just doing the sort of legwork part. But also Ada's going to sneak off because one of the reasons she's on this trip is because she promised her superiors back stateside that she would see if she could make any connections with whatever uh, criminal networks might be around here. Um, so I think she's going to seek out like a tavern yeah, and see if she can find anyone like that for the dual purpose of doing that, but also because we heard weird stuff about an organization that they met with that sounded really, uh, they being um, Harvey and Amanda, that they met with some sort of weird organization, and I figure maybe as some sort of criminal connection that I could seek out. So I think that's what I am going to do, at least. Uh, Blodwin, like we said, Blodwin's going to look for a translator, and I guess everybody's pretty much asking around about Amanda yeah, and Harvey. Yeah, so I think the three of you sort of split up. Uh, we'll start with Millie's going to do the customs, for lack of a better word, Yeah. sort of portion, and we'll have Blodwin do that. Also, before we, now that I'm out of character for a second, what organization are you thinking of, Travis? Oh, I thought you said they were they had met with some group here and were like studying oh, them I or whatever. Yeah, but it's more like a village. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but okay. I could still yeah. ask. Yeah, no, I, I just didn't want you to... It's not like a... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so Millie will do customs, Blodwin, translation, and Ada can look at sort of other groups of people to find um, for her purposes. And we'll start with Millie. Yeah, so I'll just approach, uh, you know, wait in line with all of my paperwork and then when it's my turn you know go through the whole thing of you know we just arrived and here's all of my paperwork and everything you need and then once they sort of seem done i want to try to charm my way into just talking about if they've seen these two uh, how long ago they arrived if they remember them at all okay and you're going to show the picture i guess yeah for that okay yep Ah, oh, yes. Well, I I see a lot of people, you must understand. Well, yes, I, I know. But, you know, sometimes people remember a face or, you know, sometimes just a feature sticks out. And we're, we're just so worried about her. She's been missing for quite a while with no contact. So if there's any chance that you might remember who she was or if anything unusual happened, it would would be such a relief to us and, and her family back home. Was she traveling alone? No, she was with an older gentleman, a professor, I believe. And how long ago would this have been? 
It was probably about three months ago, which I know is a very long time. Hmm. Well, I have to say, I don't think she rings a bell to me. But I'll tell you what you can do. There's a pretty reputable tour guide. If you just go down the path here on the left, it's about six stalls down. And uh, if you say she was with a professor, this chap, this tour guide, he uh, definitely would appeal to more of that sort of traveler. So perhaps you could try there. Well, thank you very much. I, w I will definitely follow up on that. You've been very helpful. So basically, as you are walking down um, through the, the stalls of people and, and everyone's sort of shouting their wares or their services or whatever, and you definitely get a vibe from, from all of the different places. I mean, some seem more reputable than others. And, and as you get down to where he, you were thinking he was saying about six stalls down, it's actually where Bloodwin has stopped. So you end up together. Oh. Oh, hello. Well, it seems our paths were destined to meet up again so quickly. Unfortunately, the, the lovely people at the check-in didn't have any extra information. They did not remember her. So they said that the tour guide here, you know, appeals to the more professorial type, so hopefully we'll have some luck here. I hope so. Yes, may I help you? Yes, hello. Uh, I'm Bloodwin Murray. Perhaps you've heard of my family. Uh, why would they? <laughs> you are nowhere near home. I said perhaps. <laughs> but, well, perhaps you've heard of my family, Logan. <laughs> perhaps the Wheelers go back really far. I have heard of Wheelers. I'm not going to say whether a... or not they're related to you, but I've heard. It's a British and Also, colony. please don't equate me to Bloodwin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, we uh we were we were looking for uh Amanda and her last name <laughs> Sharp Sharp Amanda Sharp uh traveling with a man named Harvey Walters um she's the granddaughter of a of a woman named Gloria Goldberg you had any any of any of those names Yes that does sound quite familiar I think um oh Harvey and Amanda and they were with uh oh. Honey, what? Who was with that Harvey chap that we took out uh, to the? Oh, where was it? The SETI village, right? Isn't that where we took them? And then this uh, very tall man comes up and says, "Um, uh, yes. Uh, I think you're right, Harvey. Who's that uh professor chap with the white hair, right?" Uh, yes, that's him. I mean, that th that presumably that is a is a. A descriptor of many professors, but you are on the right track. Yeah, there was a whole group of them. It was uh, what Harvey <laughs> this, and no, that's not that's not how it was. Yeah, yeah, Harvey and Amanda, and uh, what? Who was that chap? What was with them? Uh, oh, Finn. It was Finn. Oh, what a sweet dear that Finn was. Did we meet? We met a Finn, didn't we? No, but you do know no. that Harvey's partner was with them. Yeah. Uh, okay. what's her name? Lucy or whatever. Some, oh, what was her name? The karate instructor. Yeah. Martial arts instructor. Lily yeah. Chen? Lily, yeah. Yep. 
she mentioned that there was uh, at least that person yeah with them as well yeah we we took them out to the uh to the study village about oh, i guess three months ago i'm not quite sure i know what that is a uh, seti village uh yes there's a there's a village uh, about uh three four days walk from here it's it's the the name of the village is seti it's where we took harvey and and uh, their group there's about uh seven of them all together i think in the village or in the group in the group, the the people we took, we took about seven people all together. Oh, I was going to say that was an awfully small village. <laughs> oh well, it is a it's a very small village. There's uh oh I maybe ten families total in the village. It's it's quite small, remote. And is that the last you heard of them? Oh well, I haven't personally been out to the city village, but someone comes from that village about once a month to trade. So. I imagine if you ask around at the local markets, you'd find someone that knows a villager, or if perhaps you're looking to go there, we could make a deal. Well, I do I do think we need to go. W- would you agree, Lordwin? Uh, yeah, I, I, I presume when, whenever she's talking that I agree with her from, from <laughs> now on. Okay, <laughs> I can do that. Uh, yes, well, um, we don't currently have any obligations. We certainly could arrange a passage to the village. Is it just the two of you, or...? Three, three of us. Um, yes. Um, uh, Ada, Ada's uh, somewhere else, but uh, I'm, I'm sure she'll be back uh, shortly. Okay. And your birds. And of course, of course, these beautiful birds with me. I'm sure you've counted them in your in your. Oh challenge, yes, so. we we have a lot of experience with traveling with hunting birds of all sorts. I will say though, oh, you know, now that I think about it, and she sort of looks up to the man beside her. Oh yeah, the uh, the uh, the falcons might be a problem in the city village. Um, what? Well, oh, it's, no, you don't you it's, don't know Cordelius and Yucatan. They will not be a problem. It's not impossible, uh, but we'll have to do some negotiating, I imagine, uh, once we get... Well, I'll say this. We can't just walk into the village with them. We'll need to sort of give them a heads up about the birds. They're touchy about birds in mm. the village. Uh, it's a, it's a thing. I don't did, know. Did the group say why they wanted to go to this village? Uh, they talked a lot about just the SETI villagers in general. They had a lot of questions. They certainly seemed that uh, the point of their go- coming to India was to come to that village. I, I'm sure I don't quite... I mean, they are, they are a bit... Oh, I don't know. How, what, would, what would you... Th- oh, well, they're... Very eccentric, I think, is probably how I would say it. They're very set in their ways. I was going to say that our group would be a great fit for eccentricity, but set in their ways is not exactly what we've become. Well, they're not impossible to deal with, and they're reasonable and quite friendly, really, at the end of the day. I I don't think you'd have a problem, and I... I feel like we would know if it had gone badly with Harvey's group. I think word would have gotten to us about something mm. like that. So 
So do you think they're still there? Uh, well, we haven't brought them back. Uh, we didn't have a contract with them or anything, though, but it's possible. I, again, you know, I just really... Funny, I, I feel like I see the usual runner. Yeah, the, uh, the usual runner from the Seti village is, uh, he's not, not our best friend, but, you know, he usually comes to speak and... I don't think I've seen him in a couple of months. I, I hadn't actually thought about it. It's been kind of busy, you know. This is the... Spring is quite the tourist season here. But yeah, I don't... I I feel like, yeah, I think we should go out there. I don't think anything's wrong, but I think we're a good tour guide for you to pick. Well, you certainly seem confident. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to pull Bloodwin aside for a moment. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, Billy. I don't disagree that they, that they're quite competent, but do you get the feeling that we're not getting the whole story? <laughs> I was being extremely sarcastic. Have you not, did you not get that? I need to work <laughs> on this. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, do you think you could work your Murray charm and get a little more information out of them? Like, isn't it weird that they haven't seen the person for two months and that's just coming up now? You know, let's, uh, yes, I'll, uh, as you say, turn on the Murray charm. Bloodwin's eyes are wandering before he even turns around. (laughs) 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 I just, I'm just so distraught about... Amanda and Harvey. Oh, God. I wish I knew even one detail that I wasn't being shared with right now. Oh, dear. Oh. I'm just going to make a roll. You poor sweet man. Yeah. (laughs) Persuade? Is that what I need to do? Oh, yeah. I guess you were going to give it to me before I did. Oh, my God. It's a six. Whoa. (laughs) Even I buy your tears. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 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 you poor. Oh, goodness. Oh, Lord Murray, I, please, please, let's, oh, honey. Yes, yes, I knew you'd heard of my family. I'm sorry, I should have told you earlier, I'm Cthulhu. (laughs) (laughs) I know this didn't come up before. Like, what secret could be revealed here? (laughs) Oh, let's get, you know what, I think you could use a drink. And uh, they propose that you go to a local establishment and sit down somewhere more comfortable and talk. Yes, somewhere where you'll tell me more about my friends. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you get to a local restaurant and some drinks have been ordered and everyone's sort of comfy. And the lady, what's her name? Her name is... Wait, on the way over there... <laughs> I pull Millie aside. Just so you know, I know you know that I could do that on command, but the time, like, just a few days ago when I did that to you, that was that was genuine. That was the real stuff. Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, so their names are uh, Shanti is the tall man, and Sumati is his. It's their, their husband and wife. Oh. Shanti and Sumati. So, uh, you sit down and Samati grabs your hands across the table and sort of holds them and and she says, um, oh dear Bloodwin, what 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 else can I tell you? What how can I, I 
Listen, we took them. They got off the boat just the same way you did. They came to our stall. They were so pleasant. Like I said, there was, I, I believe there were seven of them. We, it took us four days to get to the village. They really, I mean, Amanda was quiet. Oh, geez. I'm just, I'm, I don't know what else I can tell you. Um, Harvey talked a lot about the villagers and, and asked a lot of questions about them. And I, I just, I don't know what else I can tell you. She's very Is upset. Oh. <laughs> uh, Barbara feels a little guilty, you, but he's he's bought in at this point. <laughs> do you do you remember uh, what he what he said about the villagers? Oh well, uh, she sort of looks at her husband, and he's he's just kind of sitting there, like I don't know how to deal with this. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> well, I, he just, you know, he just. I wanted to know everything about them. I, I guess, you know, when you live here, you just get used to the way people are, right? I mean, they're just, they're, they're, they're odd. They're strange. They, you know, they have all these superstitions. Like, uh, oh, I don't, like, you can't, you can't get water out of the river after dusk. That a lot of superstitions about birds. I, I don't even know them all. I just know a few things, like, so, and while they're talking, I'm just going to reach into my bag and pull out the bird. That bird animal that, s- statue just idly, like, just start. When you reach into your bag, your fingertips lightly brush that statue, and it is slimy. Like, there Ew. is slimy ooze Ew. all up in your purse now, and it seems to be coming. Off of that statue. Yeah. Welcome to Nickelodeon Slime Time Live broadcasting <laughs> yeah. from uh, yeah, Millie's so, handbag. I mean, you pull it out. You can't do I that in out, India. Not, I mean, not panicky because the amount of slime crap that just happens in nature probably As doesn't As you pull it out, her. it just is like a string of slime, like between it and the purse. And Ew. you lay it down on the table, and there's just this, it's just slime like there's like a well, trail I've done a slime. lot of bad stuff on this show but this is like the worst <laughs> i hate slime. Hey, doesn't like slime check wow this is really <laughs> this is really unpleasant uh is there a bunch of napkins <laughs> yeah you can you can wipe it off you're at a restaurant. I guess it's so not that I hate slime. I hate the idea of slime in my bag for a reason I can't explain. <laughs> I think everyone <laughs> hates like, slime in their bag for a reason they can't explain. I mean, it's not giving me like a visceral <laughs> response like Travis, but <laughs> like I wouldn't it's, like it's it. It's gross. I mean, Ugh. I'm not going to lie. I mean, this, is, this is Millie's brand new purse that she just got. Yeah. Aw, did I ruin your nice purse, Millie? Well, you know, it was from that... Actress woman, and well, Aww, anything associated with that production was probably doomed from the start, so I'm not that worried about it. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Millie is going to look at the damage, and it's not like she has anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, the only thing she was keeping in the purse was that stupid thing, because she has no use for a purse. <laughs> so, so I mean, I'm cleaning it out and wiping it off and trying to figure out at what point some somebody put something in her purse and then in typical rationalization 
totally is convinced that Ada put something in her purse and never told her. <laughs> so they'll have words about that later, but she's not <laughs> definitely not connecting that it would be supernatural in any way unless somebody when, at the table is like, oh my God, I know that statue. Yeah. When you wipe off the statue, it does just clean off and it's not like it's still oozing or anything like that. Um, so yeah, as far as you're concerned, somebody put something gross in your purse. Somebody, come on. Somebody, I mean, my money's on Leo. I don't know what y'all are talking about. (laughs) Oh, Leo's a sweet boy, and we know how Ada is. (laughs) If it was Ada, if it was Ada, wouldn't it just be like a just just a gallon of screwdriver? (laughs) Well, it may have started out as a screwdriver. I don't know how those things end up in our stomachs. I mean, it was vile to begin with. Uh, This does smell of citrus. Have you ever seen a moldy citrus? I mean, it's not nice. Anyways, Broderick, back to your crying. I'll just clean off this gross statue. <laughs> <laughs> Samadhi looks at it and says, oh. oh, what is that? And is kind of grossed out. I don't rightly know what it is. I was in the store and it just... You know how sometimes you look at something and you think, oh, I'm just going to buy that. Well, I did. And I've had it. Do you want me to send you a picture of what it looks like? Yeah. Okay. I mean, now that you said that, yes. It just occurred to me that I could. And sent. Hey, there it is. Ew. <laughs> Whoa, that's a bird? Yeah, it is. Those things on its back are wings. That's sort of a beaky looking thing. I said it had four legs. It looks like a Final Fantasy monster. It looks like it looks like something that like uh, only right. Orin could attack in Final Fantasy X. It looks vaguely armored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does. I mean, apart apart from the slime time, do they react to the figure at all? Like, oh yeah, no, she's working? just like, oh, what is that? What? Okay. Oh, and you said you found it at a store. She doesn't react to it beyond that. She's just like, oh, that's weird looking bird thing. Huh. I, uh, you know, I, I, I would just keep all of your bird things away or, or hidden, or, you know, just. There, I I cannot stress this enough. They're just weird about birds, and I it's cover, I cover Cornelius and Yucatan's ears and listen <laughs> to. Uh, they don't they don't universally hate them. It's not like that. It's weirder. They like okay. So for example, if a blackbird looks you in the eyes, you have to kill it. Like. Well, that's just common sense. Well, yeah, that's that's just what you do. Those, those those things are nasty, and they'll peck your eyes out. You you must kill them first. I I do I do have to say I agree with that. They're not and called the murder kind of crows for 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 fun. They do do they do murder. Well, not just crows. Any bird that's mostly black. An unkindness and ravens. looks you in the eyes must be killed. Okay, I've never. I like birds. I don't agree with killing birds, but okay. Also, oh, India is a very large vegetarian culture. So uh, these two people do not eat meat and are just like kind of horrified that you're like, yeah, kill it. Um, I mean, that was that Bloodman didn't really say that. <laughs> okay. I, that was just a joke Logan was making. Okay. But perhaps Millie really said, it. I don't know. Maybe Bloodman did say, I don't know. How does podcast work? I don't know. Who knows, well, honestly? This is episode 10, so it works however you want it to, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> A, 
And, you know, but like, they also have a rule that you can't destroy any bird's nest. Like, if a bird nest just, if a bird laid a nest in the middle of your cooking pot, you just can't use that cooking pot until that bird's gone. They're very, I don't know, like, some some birds, you kill them, and some birds, you have to protect them, and it's it's just weird. They're just weird about birds. I don't know how they're going to feel about falcons, but we'll deal with that when we get there. I'm just saying. I'd keep your bird statue hidden. Well, no one no one could possibly hate Yucatan or Cordelia's, so I'm certain that whatever their customs are, they will make an exception, or perhaps they will be worshipped as gods. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. But yeah, I, I don't... I mean, Harvey just... He just wanted to know everything he could about the villagers. It's basically the things that we're telling you. They're a small village. They've been there for a very long time. They have a lot of weird superstitions. And they're just kind of strange and remote, but friendly. I don't know. I don't really know why he wanted to study them other than their weird superstitions, I guess. Well, but then we'll follow your lead. Okay. Yes, but it does seem like we should follow you to this village. That seems like our next stop. Okay, yes. We but, certainly can do that. Um, but, but not today. We just got in. No, no. We'll need we'll need a day or two to get... Well, just a day. It's early yet. We can spend the rest of today preparing supplies and... Um, Plus, we'll, we'll need to give our other companion the rundown. Uh... Yes, whenever she uh, decides to return. She's a bit wild, that one, so we'll we'll make sure she understands the rules. Yes, excellent. Uh, there's just the matter of payment, and we will uh, write up a contract and be on our ways uh, tomorrow. Oh, yes, say no more. Bloodwin signs the documents. Okay. All right, so y'all do that. Um, you're going to leave... Bright and early, because it, you know, you, you got off the boat just after sunrise, so it's, they'll have an entire day to prepare whatever, and plus you already have equipment that you brought, so mm-hmm. you're not solely relying on them to shop for everything, um, they'll just need to get whatever food supplies you don't have, and that sort of thing. Transportation. Well, not really transportation, because you're mostly going to be walking, but you'll have, like, a pack animal of some sort. Once the contracts are signed, uh, Millie would turn to the wife, Sumati, and say, So, I've brought clothes according to the British standards, but I feel like perhaps you could direct me towards something more appropriate for traveling to this village than perhaps the the heavier garments that we have. Ah, oh, yes, of course. I um, There's a local shop that I deal with a lot. I can take you there. That would be lovely. Okay, so she, she'll she take you there, and you can get things for all three of you that are a little lighter and, you know, more mosquito-protective. Not heavy tweed wool and thick pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. And Bloodwin, are you going with Millie, or do you want to go find Ada, or go somewhere else? I I don't know that Bloodwin would know anything about where to find Ada. She's going to go <laughs> on her own. So. Okay. So I think I'm just going with Millie. All right, then we'll go over to Ada. <laughs> Thank you.
right? I have a multi-step plan. Okay. Lay it on me. Step one. At a discreet distance, tail a police officer um, and watch to see uh, if there are any bars that are on this officer's patrol that they often linger by, like, you know, like, check in to make sure nothing, you know, find whatever, like, bars it seems to be, like, under the most scrutiny by the police, because that would sort of inform me that that is the place where at least the police are convinced the most criminal activity happens. Okay. Step two, uh, take note of that, come back there later, but step two, buy a jug of orange juice. Or a carton of orange juice. Okay. It's 1920, so probably not a carton. <laughs> sure. Step three. Go hat shopping. It's not important to the plan, but it's very important to Ada that she get a new hat today. Okay. Because she's been cooped up in a boat the whole time. Nice. Step four. Go back to the bar and find the person who seems the scruffiest, most world-wearied, most street-wise, just, just by looking at them. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Person. That's any person in this bar working for the East India Trading Company. Okay. <laughs> I approach one of those people. Okay. No, actually, I go to the bartender. I order vodka. <laughs> now I get it. How did it take, take me so the, long? I take the vodka, and I set it in front of this East India Trading Company person. I pour in some orange juice. I slide it over their way, and I say, drink up. I got some questions for you. What is this? It's real good. It's called a screwdriver. You're going to love it, and you're going to love it so much, you're going to answer my questions. <laughs> Should I roll for this? <laughs> no, I'm making a sipping noise. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I like it. What you got? <laughs> okay, okay. It was too cool to roll for. Come on. I uh, I gather from talking to some other folks you're involved in the, the, the East India Company. Yeah, what about it? I uh, I represent, and she can tell from my accent. I represent some uh, interests back in the in uh, Brits call it the colonies. You know, the, I call it the United States of fucking America. <laughs> you know it? Yeah, I know it. I think, you know, we kind of got a thing going over there. We, uh, we, we do business that, uh, the authorities don't like, but the people love. I'll leave it at that. And I think your organization and my organization could make a lot of money together and start a very fruitful friendship. And then I, uh, leave a note with some contacts back stateside for this person to contact okay uh make a let me see what your things are it's not because it don't fast talk is i don't know but yeah do fast talk okay <laughs> wait i didn't roll a d10 did i no that's a d100 no you I did it right a d100 <laughs> and got a five which is an extreme success lady i think i like you <laughs> this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship Feelings mutual. Okay, that was my first thing. It's going to be great for both of us. Okay, now I have a second question. And th she, this is like, you know how when you are a kid and you're talking to your parents and you really are talking to them to like ask for more allowance. Um, 
So you start with something a little easier, and you're like, oh, what a nice day it is today. <laughs> um, uh, Oh, mother, did you get a haircut? I really love... Um, so, like, but then you kind of, like, your voice gets a little quieter, and you're like, oh, by the way, I want to allow it. That's kind of what Ada's voice does here. Okay. And she says, um, <laughs> um, a friend of mine uh, said that, um, uh, well, uh, a, a, a something told him that uh, there were dark forces gathering, and I was just wondering if um, you had heard anything about that. <laughs> dark forces you say um mm, uh, never mind I asked uh, yeah alright okay bye <laughs> uh, talk to those people though they'll really appreciate the business bye yeah you got it <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> I leave I figured it was worth a shot I uh, figured maybe somebody knows this. these dark forces gathering that Halu's yeah, mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a good, good try. <laughs> okay, I'm done. That's my grand plan. Okay. <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, so the three of you head back to your um, hotel where you're staying for the night and sort of trade notes and talk about, you know. What did you do, Ada? I was asking around to see if there was any sort of, uh, this is a total lie, see if there was any sort of criminal connection to uh, Amanda or Harvey, but seems seems like they're on the up and up. Also asked around if there was any uh, weird goings on, because, uh, you know, that, that stuff Haluz was telling you about um, a Great Awakening or whatever, uh, didn't catch any leads on that either. But, um, yeah, so s- struck out a bit today. <laughs> uh, what about you? You can still talk to Haluz, by the way. You are not far enough away yet. Oh, just for your information. H- how's it going, Haluz? I don't know. I don't want to like interrupt the the Ada talk. Actually, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it uh, so no no leads at all. Uh, nope. <laughs> we actually made some progress. Awesome. Uh, what'd you find? Uh, I say the things that happened. Cool. Uh yeah, so you you all just uh spend a nice evening together pre-trip sort of talking about you know what you've learned especially about the village sort of coming up with theories and just general talking uh, and then you yeah. split up and go to your rooms. Oh, before we go, I'll say oh, and Ada uh, we, uh, yeah. we uh went out and got some new clothing, so the the better suits the climate and and what we'll be doing here. You'll find it in your room. Oh, awesome! Thank you. Uh, d- I got a new hat too. <laughs> uh, I bought you. I bought you one while I was at there. Look like your style. So uh, we'll call it. A, we'll we'll call it a trade. Sounds good. <laughs> it's all glorious money. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, and bought the proper appropriate clothes but also the ugliest clothes (laughs) (laughs) i think ada has bad taste so she probably doesn't notice (gasps) oh it's so nice thank you that's not what ada sounds like but you know that's agnes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't think bloodwin really notices either (laughs) yeah okay i would like all of you to roll a d6 for me okay four Mm mm-hmm that is a six for Ada. You rolled higher on your D6 than your D100. <laughs> <laughs> That's a two for Millie. Okay. Uh, Logan and Travis, you have a good night. I have I I am 
batting a thousand on having amazing <laughs> dreams. Yeah, you really are. It's sort of disappointing. <laughs> Logan, you and Haluz kind of chat up through the night. Aww. He doesn't really. Uh, how's how's Haluz's uh, journey going? Pretty good. He's real slow. That's why I needed the boat. So he's mm. not actually gotten very far. <laughs> uh, but you know, he's doing his thing. He'll get there. I believe in you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Millie. Yeah. You don't have any trouble falling asleep, but once you get there, it's not great. Um, you find yourself trapped in a strange place. It's a lot like the forest that you're used to in England, but everything's just a little off. The trees don't look quite right. They look a little sinister. And from the corners of your eyes, you could swear that they're moving. The grass just isn't quite the right color. The sky is just a little too green. Everything, the the air just has like a tinny kind of taste. Everything is just familiar, but all the worse because it's also wrong. And as darkness approaches in this place where you are, you see off in the distance in a clearing uh, from the trees, this giant shape that rises up out of a pond. Or I say a pond, but it, like a lake, it's big. And it's just huge, dark, black shape that's outlined against the darkening sky. And... As you look at it, you realize it looks eerily like your statue. And as you watch it rise up out of the water, and it's making this sort of kind of sound, and it turns its head, and it looks at you, and you wake up screaming. Cast, or check our website out at vre.show. Follow The Face Eater at Yosef Bridge, Broadwin at Logan Jenkins, Ada at The Travels W, and Millie at White Wing. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about the show. Those are the best ways to help us out. And then this uh, very tall man comes up and says, um, <laughs> I hate voices. And that's what he oh. says. He says, I, I hate, hate it. voices. And he hates them. He <laughs> says it just like this. This is his voice. <laughs> that's where we took them. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, Oh, yeah, I'm Silas Marsh. That's where we took the... I'm just kidding. (laughs) This is my man voice.
<laughs> all men sound like this. I mean, that's... Hashtag not all men. <laughs> sound like Silas Marsh. It's not wrong. 